This is Elite News. Elite, Elite, Elite. Yeah, so the Bengals, you know, we, we give them a hard time on this show, right? But they have some good news today to share today. Joe Mixon, the running back, he gets the bag. He has a four-year, 48-mil deal. Nice. Um, so that we you know, I'm sure okay. he's happy about that. Then, right. you know, the news that we've been going for the last couple of days about Leonard Fournette. He's, of course, he's uh, been released. Yeah, her piece. Yeah. Yeah, it was first. Yeah, surprising that he was released because we talked about that a little bit, right? We talked about we wanted to wait and see, kind of see what that's going to actually look like. Possibly a new, you know, a new location for him was probably in his best interest. And look at what happened. Definitely I'm just shocked that it that. happened. This, yes, I'm just, I'm just shocked that it happened this late, right? If they were going to yeah. release him, I would expect like early in the free agency, so maybe he, you know, had a viable chance. But maybe well, they felt like they don't need to give him that. Opportunity. Jag Nation is very upset. Uh-huh. Uh, and, uh, you know, talk about it. Just kind of from the stuff that I was able to gather, I think it was this late because they were really trying to get trade value for him. And I think if even if we recall back to when we said that he needed a new, like, place, uh, G did say that, that the, the deck would have to be stacked in order to acquire him. And apparently it wasn't so. Uh, nobody actually wanted him. He had no takers on a trade, and they felt Jeez. like they had to just cut him right the coach came right out and said it to your point oh uh like they tried to get a fifth or a six and they didn't have any takers so they just released him so that says a bit much to me um that you're not worthy uh, or something where they feel like well part of it let me go back part of it i think is that they're tanking right i, I think they're looking to probably get tank city young quarterback <laughs> young right. quarterbacks that's coming out because they have offloaded a lot of talent in the in the last couple of years so we have seen that from the, even the trade with nick Foles, from um jalen ramsey being uh traded mm-hmm. uh, to dante fowler being traded so you know we've seen a lot of uh you know things that, that's kind of leading towards this i'm just interested now to see where fournette ends up he's actually cleared waivers so he's actually a free agent as, as we speak so it's gonna be interesting to see what land is by because i think he's still gonna have some interest right he's only 25 yeah um he's gonna land somewhere and then yeah. alvin Kamara. now this is this news Ooh. shocked me right he's been missing practice then he's actually been le- that you know that was him missing practice was linked to him actually wanting a new contract then today they say it's a report that the saints are actually open to trading him trading him that's crazy I, I can't see it happening now another report came right out that Alvin Kamara and his agent said that they have not demanded a trade so it's you know this escalated real quickly in my opinion like mm-hmm. well <laughs> I you know I know he, he you know he was looking to get paid of course and that you know it's a lot of running backs Cook we talked about is another one that was looking to get paid but he came right into camp for the Vikings and so Alvin Kamara he did come but it seems like he was missing practices and even uh, Joe Mixon before he uh, got paid today he was you know missing some practice saying he had a migraine miraculously that migraine headache with it right away once he got paid but you know, well, you know you gonna be get one. all the migraine medication that you need after you <laughs> sign a deal like that yeah. right exactly especially with the bingos that 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 takes that you know like you said that tile on that headache goes right away that losing that you're about to experience is a little bit better when you come home with a bag like that for sure uh-huh. <laughs> for sure but alvin uh Kamara is going to be one to watch to see are they able to actually work this out get a contract done or is or are we going to actually see alvin Kamara be traded that's going to be one i can't i can't wait to see and then on the injury front real quick cooper cup hasn't i'm, I'm sorry guys he had, he actually it's actually reported um that he never that all this is just a rumor that he never wanted that at all he never oh, yeah. said it yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, he doesn't. He, him and his agent came out. I totally agree with you. Yeah, they said that they oh, were right. not looking for a trade. Absolutely. But the team, supposedly, the team, the Saints, saying that they're actually open to doing a trade. I oh, don't yeah. know. We gonna yeah. see. Yeah. Because that sounds, you know, that does sound a, a little, a little crazy. But you know, we're gonna see. It's we're crazy talk. See. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just what, like two years ago, I, I know I had him in my redraft league. Yeah. Loved him. He gave me Guy great production. was amazing, man. Right. Yeah. But, uh, he know, did have injury last year. It's he what have you played. done for me lately, man. You know yeah. how that is. Yep. He played on the injury, and sometimes they don't love you for doing that. And nah, so his production yeah. was definitely down. He wasn't the same. And speaking of injury, uh, on the injury front, we talk, uh, I was going to talk about Cooper Cup. Um, he has an ankle ankle injury. Um, he won't practice this week. That's something to keep an Ouch. eye on. As we talked about, you know, Cooper Cup, and we're going to talk about him a little bit later. He's one that uh, has a, a very uh, a whole lot of injury history. So yeah. it's something that you know him having an ankle. Uh, if you're a fantasy owner, or you already did your draft, that's something you want to definitely keep an eye on. And for my Eagles, and this pains me to say, Jalen Rayner uh, won't need surgery on his shoulder, but he's going to be out for about four weeks so it looks like he's definitely gonna miss the opener uh, with that in mind you also have jeffrey's out you know we're gonna talk about that a little bit later but the injury front is is, is looking a little glim for my for my eagles for and sure. now it starts yeah it does <laughs> right so we're they're gonna, gonna be willing and dealing though yeah that's what i'm waiting to see who who who, who do we bring in because you're gonna have to do something but we're gonna see It is time. Easy, baby. Oh, yeah. We back. Another week. Getting closer and closer. It's still my favorite time of the year, though. Still my favorite time of the year. A lot of people have already done their drafts, and some people are like me. We haven't, we haven't, I haven't done my drafts for my leagues yet. Nope. And so, you know. Yeah, I'm looking at some some wide receivers, kind of deciding where I want to take them and in my redraft what what round and then you know as far as my dynasty uh, mm-hmm. league, do I have any options to possibly go and get them and, and what price value I I like them at? So you know mm-hmm. top of the top of the order for me, Michael Thomas. I love that guy. Personally, mm-hmm. own him currently. You, you uh, have him in <laughs> dynasty too, by the way. Don't you, you know it. You yeah. know it. I love that guy. So uh, I think he's number one. I think his mm-hmm. production may. It may drop off just a smidget, but it's not mm-hmm. going to be huge. I think he still has a chance to uh, still remain the top wide receiver in fantasy. That mm-hmm. that continues. Devontae Adams, uh, no argument here. Listen, with him being number two for me, um, the Packers, what are they able to do this year? Are they able to build on what they started with their new offense last year? Um, he's definitely the clear-cut number one. I like him as a wide receiver one. I would take him, um, depending on how big your draft is, in the first, second round. And we mm-hmm. talk about speed. And speed kills. Dynasty, man. Like, with Devontae Adams, I was about three years too early because I had him as my number one three years ago. Right, right. <laughs> and that's a painful, that's a painful ah. when you actually can add a talent, right? But then mm-hmm. the team doesn't actually, or he doesn't integrate into the, te- the system fast enough. And that's that's a common theme that happens with definitely young wide receivers. Um, and that's something to kind of keep an eye on for um, this year because there's no preseason games, because it was a, a different type of offseason um, in regards to like the mini camps. Um, I think that's going to be a, a, some of a challenge for a lot of the rookie wide receivers. I'm, I'm anxious to see which one 
ones are going to be able to actually overcome that. Cause that's a big hurdle um, yeah. to actually, you know, come in on the field and be able to make impact uh, right away. Me. But yeah, speed. And as we were talking about speed kills, Tyreek Hill, throw up them mm-hmm. deuces. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, the problem, the problem I do see him having is probably hamstring issues because he's a tad bit too fast. And unfortunately, like you said, what with them not having preseason games and getting their bodies adjusted like he might have a few issues but uh yeah he definitely is up there three four five yeah, yeah. I mean, he could be with any one of those for sure he's definitely wide receiver you know you're me. gonna get explosive play out of him so right that's right. yes only and it's consistent and see that's what that's what i love at the top right that we're, we're going to talk about some more um but you know they're they're all consistent on week in and week out basis now of course you may have every once in a while something crazy happens but for the most part that's what you look for that's what you love with fantasy is consistency i think mm-hmm. all three of them definitely bringing that to the table now the question mark starts to become up for for me it's julio jones do i mm-hmm. question his talent absolutely not but do right. I question his ability to still be the Julio Jones of maybe of three years ago? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that 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 Atlanta team is, you know, a mystery. Like I said, I, I consistently feel that they're a question mark. I'm not sure what they really are going to be this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if they are good, or if they are going to be able to challenge in that division, it's going to be a, a lot that's going to have to be done by Julio Jones. That's, he's going to have a lot to say about it for sure. Yeah. Um, I would actually, in my opinion, I like D-Hop and Chris Godwin um over Julio. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna if argue I, with you on that either. I like I look at this and I'm like, this is crazy. D hop second tier, like he's at five? Come on. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I, I I don't like it. that. So for me, I, I like Chris Godwin actually first, then D Hop what he has with uh, Murray. And I think, you know, just because it's the first year not having a lot of all season that chemistry I'm concerned about. Nah, but I'm, that, I'm, I'm that's sure. where we argue because okay, I, don't, I okay. don't think Godwin has a better season than DeAndre Hopkins. Let's take a look Ooh. at it, but but I'm pretty confident that DeAndre Hopkins continue to give you Pro Bowl performances with like mm. Brian Hoyer as his quarterback. So yeah. <laughs> right. You know what? That's a great point. That yeah. is a great point. I'm just consider- I'm, I'm interested to see how he adjusts to that new system. But to your point, we can't crest in the talent. I, I totally 100 percent agree with you there. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna watch that 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 to see how that actually plays out. But then another guy, uh, O can tell us a little bit about. Kenny Gallup today. I think he definitely takes a step forward. Oh, I think it could possibly like so. be a, a breakout year for him. If he's, you know, if, if the the Lions, I feel like, is going to be behind, right? Same story. We, we know how this plays out. Every year they're going to be behind in games. Matthew, mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford loves to sling the ball all mm-hmm. over the field. He's going to continue to want to do that. I think mm-hmm. he removes, he moves into the number one. Um, I think he did most of last year, but he moves into the, the number one wide receiver position for that team. Mm-hmm. Definitely for me. No, I have him as wide receiver one. A little low end, but, you know, definitely high upside. Okay. I like what he brings there. So you're liking him over Allen Robinson this year? I do, just because I don't know that quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know their quarterback. Right. Yes, Absolutely. So every time, until I know who, what that quarterback, if I know it's Nick Foles, if you can tell me today it's Nick Foles, then I probably would actually, you know what, still. No, I, I still like Galladay a little bit better Okay. Um, with, with Nick Foles. But, yeah, and just because I love – Allen Robinson, in my opinion, is probably the most underrated wide receiver. Like, I don't I don't question his talents. Another, he falls in that same category, but right. I don't know that quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Who this? <laughs> Mike Evans. We, we, we talked about a couple you of times. You just talked about Godwin being better than him. Yes, hey, but, which is true. It's just true. He has he has the he has the his ceiling is a lot higher than Mike Evans because we know how well Mike Evans can perform. But Mike Evans is still the truth out there. He still give you numbers. 
He does give numbers, but he, you know what? I don't want this to sound like a criticism, but maybe it is. He, to me, does better with the jump ball. Like, Des Bryant used to be great at the jump ball and right. those tough catches. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he's going to be able – I feel like Tom Brady is a different type of quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't see him throwing as many jump balls type situations, but I'm, you know, can he, you know, elevate his game and actually be more of his round – show more of his round tree as far as running routes and actually show that he's more than that. But all I've seen – and, again, I was with um, Jameis Winston – but, you know, I've seen a lot of jump balls when he was coming down with those 50-50 balls. And he's great at it. Can't take anything from him. But, right. yeah, I personally, yeah, 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 I like Galladay better. I like uh, Galladay better than um, Amari Cooper. And, no, that's not me being the Eagle fan in me. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Nah, <laughs> so I would Galladay. Yeah, I would, though. I would, I would. Over Amari Cooper? Yeah, for sure. Because Amari Cooper is just hit or miss. You know, if, if Amari Cooper were consistent, he would be in the in the top ten, No, no questions asked. Right. right, and that's where we're at right now. Right, We're talking about a lot of that has great talent, but we can question the consistency or we question what they have as far as the offense uh, components to be able to be successful. Um, Juju, I think he does have a bounce back year. I think he may even have like a breakout year. Yep. I still don't, and I think it's just going to be more effective in real football than fantasy football. Makes sense. So I think he, you, you understand what I'm saying? So I, I feel like, you know, he's, he's to me, top 10, he's not. Uh, I think he's going to be more around. If, if, and if this is everything goes well, because I have a lot of questions about that offense um, over there. But if everything goes well, I still at best I see him as top fifteen, maybe top, top 15? twenty. Okay, I got yeah. him like top twenty. Yeah, like number 20 like number 20 wow so you got a way way lower so you know I do like Odell yeah I like Odell over over Juju this year Mm -hmm. number wise so the Viking fan Adam Thielen do you like him over Juju uh yeah yeah I like uh, hand wise yes he's a better route runner and he has a good connection with Kirk uh, and they have a few more years as far as Big Ben. I don't know. I, see, that's the that's the thing. It always comes down to who who's throwing to my wide receivers as well. So you know, Mike Evans. Yeah, he was nice, but he ha- he always had. Um, Winston throwing at him, who wasn't the most accurate quarterback, but now since he has Tom Brady, I think he's going to be great. Now, as far yeah. as Juju, Juju, on the other hand, you know, what is Big Ben going to do? Is he going to mm-hmm. actually focus and play the game, or is he going to try to go out and show out? You know what I mean? And I don't think that that works, especially because age has caught up to him. His age, yeah, taking too much pound. We already know that he's he, he, another injury prone. Mm-hmm. Um, if he can stay healthy, like I said, best case scenario, I see him like like O said around I say fifteen to twenty. Um, but do you know someone I do like that's gonna I feel like gonna jump up, and O is gonna be happy to hear DJ Moore. Okay, those Panthers. I think I would he like has to see that. I, mean, I think he actually has potential to be a wide receiver, low end wide receiver one production this year. Wow, that's how much I like and I'm liking him this year. That's a pretty good um, endorsement. I hope that actually I think the Panthers are hoping for the same considering right. their situation <laughs> this year. Right. Yeah, but they, even after I'm giving that great endorsement, but this is how I kind of back ended Calvin Ridley. I like him even better though than DJ Moore. Oh. Ooh, and that's okay. and that speaks to what jump. I was talking about earlier where Julio Jones. I think Julio Jones comes down and I think Calvin Ridley goes up. Mm-hmm. And so, um and now now I'm not saying Julio's gonna fall off the cliff and I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's he's gonna be a wide receiver three. I'm I'm just saying as far as consistency, which again that's what I, I love with fantasy. Um consistency and the give you the production on a week in and week out basis, mm-hmm. especially with PPR, I, I do like Calvin Ridley Ridley a lot better this year. 
Right. Uh, so yeah. Now, AJ now, Brown. To, now, now, hold on. Before you even get to AJ, before you get to to these other you know wide receivers who are good, but you know what mm-hmm. I mean. You you talked about a cliff. Now we do have mm-hmm. this this uh, wide receiver cliff as to where these tiers it drops off mm-hmm. heavily, right. heavily mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. to where you can sometimes say that a, run, a running back can rival these wide receivers, but, but funny enough, we do have enough tight ends that mm-hmm. can rival these wide receivers mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Which tight end would you put in this selection as far as better than these wide receivers you were about to say A.J. Brown who would you pick Mm. over A.J. Brown tight end wise Mm. oh man come on George Kittle now just and let me give some background with that like I like Mm -hmm. A.J. Brown a lot I think he's Mm -hmm. gonna be the the number one wide receiver for Tennessee but George Kittle with the injuries that they had in San Fran they like Jalen Hurt got actually hurt Debo Samuel seems to be actually he's gonna be missed some weeks you know George Kittle was already number one go to I think that just increases the chances of Jimmy G actually just throwing him the ball even more. So yeah, to your point, great point that you bring up there. I, yeah, I, I, as far as tight end, I would go George Kittle over Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh. okay, All right. Because some people okay. are saying Robert Woods could be wide receiver. You know, the number one wide receiver for the Rams. So, but I like George Kittle more than that. Now, do you guys like Travis Kelsey better? Where do you find him at? <laughs> See, Travis is like a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, he you definitely know? is. <laughs> yep. Yep. He's and they definitely both got paid. worth it. Um, no, definitely. Uh, Kelsey, I mean, we were about to talk about A.J. Brown. If I have Kelsey on the board, I'm taking him. I may even take Kelsey. Mm-hmm. As you said before, Robert Woods, even a Cooper Cup, I would take mm-hmm. a Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey mm-hmm. can be made the case in some leagues, especially if it's a deep league first round. He could be, you know, in redraft leagues, absolutely. Um, and also for George Kittle, I think he, can, he, he probably goes down a little bit more to the second round just because the quarterback play. Like, you know, right. Patrick Mahomes. I trust that a little bit more than Jimmy G, just being honest. I think most would. And so that that's the only, for me, the only downside to George Kittle. But um, Travis Kelsey, um, I think that their production to you, to all of our point is going to be wide receiver uh, two production. And in some cases, wide receiver one, just because how their offense is actually set up. Mm-hmm. So it's something to definitely keep in mind when you're drafting or uh, if you have an opportunity to maybe trade now. Um you know, that, and where they're going to fall and looking at their production and what you're expecting on it for this year, mm-hmm. uh, I expect high production from both of them. Now, Mark a- uh, Andrews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would pick him, uh, believe yeah. it or not, over Keenan Allen this year. And that's that oh, is Oh, that's the pretty truth. huge. Yeah. Keenan Allen, pretty high up there uh, mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of He's the top production. 20. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I can go with that, G. You know why? Because I, I've already said uh, I'm not sure about the quarterback play when we talk about with the Chargers. <laughs> right. There you go. Uh, you know, Tyrod Taylor is a great quarterback, but um, I, I don't trust, I don't trust that on a weekend and week out basis. I would right. trust a Mark Andrews on a weekend and week out basis, especially in that Ravens offense, to give mm-hmm. me the type of production that that I'm gonna feel comfortable with. Now, again, nothing is guaranteed, nothing is every week, but on a more more than likely basis, and I can I can count. Yeah, on I had it. him last year. He it. was pretty consistent. Yeah, I did too. I, yeah, in my redraft league, he was he was great, and I'm hoping that he can build on that. Um, Hurts actually uh, left, and I, you know, and he's actually he's no longer with them. So I think it's going to be even more targets for him. So we'll we'll talk about him later. But yeah, those top three tight ends, boy, they can they they're going to be most of the time. You look at tight ends, and you, and it's always you maybe one like way back in the day when it was grunk. But now you have to seriously look at those top three tight ends and their production. And sometimes it may be the trigger. Surprisingly enough, that you may want to go with a tight end instead of. Why well, receiver threes? Uh, you may be better off going with a tight end one. Tyler Lockett, where does yeah, he fall? Uh, mm, I would give him low, probably, probably 
low to mid wide receiver two, just because that that that's gonna be a busy squad this year. Yeah, and they got DK Metcalf. Yeah, you know, they they got a lot. So I mean, but he's still nice though, and he's still a speedster. You know, um, he's a speedster. Who else is a speedster out there? You got Terry McLaurin from the Redskins, who I really like, and I hope that him and Haskins can get something going together. Yeah, but that uh, could be a really nice tandem, uh, a duo yeah. right there. That's a great point that you bring up there. Um, he, yeah. he has tons of speed. I'm just not sure where Haskins has progressed in his, as far as a quarterback. And I'm hoping that yeah. his YouTube campaign is actually legit and, you know, he comes along. Um, but if he is, that definitely should be his go-to person. I, that's the number one title I like in, in Washington. There's not much to like on the offensive side of the ball in Washington. <laughs> so, <laughs> for our Washington football team, that's right. Uh, it's, it's just not too much. Yeah, to, just kind of like. quickly going back on Lockett. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like Lockett and Metcalf are just interchangeable. So, like, if you if you get one over the other, I wouldn't expect that you're going to get too much more fantasy production from one. Mm. Like, they're going to be kind of comparable this year, in my opinion. That's fair. I can see that. I can see that, you know, as far as production-wise. Typically, it was Tyler Lockett, right, that would give you more production. But he definitely seems to have a, a connection with DK. And, you know, I can see them building on that. And to your point, being interchangeable, that's, that's, that's definitely interesting. Now, those Vikings and Adam Thielen, where do, you, do you expect him to actually – Unbiased to drop down in production this year? Uh, yes, just because mm-hmm. once again, this is just another uh, year where they're going to talk about prove this in the playoffs, prove that. You know what I mean? And they get retooled and just just a tad bit, not too much. But yeah, it's going to be a whole learning process. And you still got the Bears out there, still got the Packers out there, and they they mm-hmm. haven't changed just as much as you. So you know what I mean? It's it's not going to be easy. Yeah, I agree. And no He's practice. getting a little older, but you right. can't deny the connection um, that he right. has with Kirk Cousins for sure. Right. Um, but he did have a, little, a couple of injuries. They have the rookie, but again, I think he's going to take a he's fighting an uphill battle. Um, I think he's going to be good, but I think it may take some time. Um, and until he's able to develop to give a, a, a you know sincere uh, another option on the other side, I think Adam Thielen may actually suffer from that just a bit. Um, right. So I do expect him to drop down as far as production. But he he was you know he was a great wide receiver one in, in the past couple of years. Years, but I think he does drop down like wide receiver two um, now, this year, possibly to three. A wide receiver two that I think is going to have an increase in production is DJ Shark out there in Jacksonville. You know, if it was a, a toss up between him and Thielen, I might pick Shark. You know, just oh. a tad, just a tad, just a tad. You know I mean, what? I, Whoa. I like that. I like that. I like that bold prediction. I like where you're going with that. But yeah. to your point, Uncle Rico has a great connection with DJ. He um, does. And I think he builds on that. They they moved away from Marquise Lee. Um, they still have D.D. Westbrook, so, you know, he's still in the fold. But to your point, he's clear-cut the number one wide receiver. And I, I, the one positive thing, um, especially with them losing a lot of talent on the offensive side, I think that they, they that, that connection definitely will build this year. And they're going to be behind. He's going to be throwing the ball a lot. It's an mm-hmm. situation for them for sure. Yeah, somebody that uh, my man Kirk does miss is going to be Stephon out there in Buffalo who, mm, who tag team with John Diggs. Brown. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's a whole lot of speed out there. I think they definitely going to make some noise out there yeah. in that AFC East. Josh so. Allen has an arm, to your point. Mm-hmm. Great point. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's able to actually get connection with Diggs, that can be explosive along with you know what they already had there mm. um his ability to run and then what they have in their backfield um so yeah i think Diggs actually you know he he at times he would have decent games but it seems like him and kirk cousins never kind of connected on a consistent basis i mm. expect his production to be more consistent this year more towards a wide receiver too so yeah great point there for sure I actually see a better year out of Diggs this year for sure like i would take Diggs over an aj brown this year mm. Ooh. 
Yeah, 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 I would, I would, I would. I mean, even even though Tannehill, he's he's known for uh, you know getting a few uh, deep balls. I, I I got a feeling Diggs is gonna have fun out there in Buffalo. I think they got a good chemistry. He is. He is. I think that he can get more touchdowns. Um, but I think AJ probably definitely gets more receptions. But yeah, we're gonna see it. I, I'm, I'm gonna watch that one. That's that's a good one. I I can I can't go 100 percent with you, but I'm I can be. I think I can be convinced. I could be convinced. Okay. But uh, how about this then? Do you see? We talked about Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Do you see them having a better year than Stephon Diggs? Either one of them. Ooh, uh, maybe. Yeah, one of them. One of them. Any any one of them, it doesn't matter. So, but you do see a, a, a Seattle Seahawk wide receiver out receiving Diggs. Yes. Yes. Okay. Diggs got to show me that he can consistently do it. Yeah, that's a great question, though. Like, it, I think it's going to be neck and neck, probably a lot closer than I'm even probably giving it credit for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do see that this Russ quarterback um josh allen's is great and uh, he's you know he's he's put some wins together he's he may be putting buffalo definitely on a map and i think he's going to have a great year him and him his connection with Diggs. i want to see it but i've seen the, the connection with uh russell and it, whether it's dk or whether it's title lock i've seen that before so i know that it's, it's legit and they have to lean that way right now for sure all right uh, so Devontae parker though does, go ahead oh ooh, Devontae, no 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 go ahead go ahead yeah, that's, that's a nice little name right there there you yeah. go yeah, so he came on finally, finally, mm-hmm. finally. We, you know, because it was a, it was, it was a lot of, you know, a couple of years we were talking about him and we wanted, and we, what we thought he was actually going to be a wide receiver for the Dolphins. He never really kind of materialized, and then out of nowhere last year, towards the second half of the year, came out of nowhere. It was amazing. I loved right? every yeah. minute of it. <laughs> I bet you did. I bet you did. Yeah, he came out of nowhere and explosive. I think he builds on that, right? Uh, they, right. Do, they do have the – now, it depends as far as – that's another quarterback situation that you have to watch real closely because, you know, Fitz Magic, you know, goes high and then it mm-hmm. goes ice cold. You hear yeah, me? It so <laughs> so uh, that's going to be one to watch. And then if, if – what his connection will be with Tua, mm-hmm. uh, with the Ricky, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see what that's going to look like. But um, I, I, I like Parker. I like him still. I'm going to say wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't, you know – and that's a low wide receiver too, just because yeah. I, I I'm I'm not confident in either one of those those quarterbacks being consistent enough for him to get the production he's probably capable of. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll say a low end wide receiver two, probably Tito on three. All right, so we are gonna mm-hmm. play this real quick game, either or. Would you Would you either have Brandon Cooks, or AJ Green? Uh, give me AJ Green for five hundred, Gerald. All right, how about you? <laughs> Give me, I, I can, you know what? I can be convinced. Give me Brandon Cooks. He got something to prove. I, I'll all just, right. you know, just for the sake of argument, I think AJ Green is definitely the number one. But the Tyler Boyd, right, is going to come with somebody that's that's on the cusp. He's not too far down mm-hmm. um, from actually, you know, kind of giving him a challenge. We also know that AJ Green injury is, history is not the best. I wouldn't be surprised, and, and I feel like you can almost bet on it that he's going to probably have some injury and miss some weeks this year. Brandon Cooks, same thing. He does have injury, but I do like the hole that's left, right? D-Hop is now gone, mm-hmm. and so I like that the opportunity, he got opportunity for, to shine. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. He ain't shining anything. Willie <laughs> Philly's going to do better than him. <laughs> no, yo, I, I, you know what? I like the connection with Willie Philly and uh, Deshaun Watson for sure, right? But my mm-hmm. concern is – 
Willie Philly's another one. He stays injured. He's he always has some type of soft tissue injury, and so that's going to open up an opportunity for Cooks. And it seems like D. Walk he likes to throw it down the field. Um, mm-hmm. And I think his his connection with Cooks can be that's that's going to be an interesting uh, one to see how that kind of plays out. Cooks has been on the move a lot mm-hmm. um, from a lot of different teams. He hasn't been able to stay. Nobody seems to, to actually want to marry him. To me, if it is a connection, then that's going to tell whether or not Houston is going to be a legit team this year, mm-hmm. or if they're still going to kind of be on the cusp where. They got a chance, but they're probably going to lose in the first round of playoffs type thing. Seriously. So what are you thinking about Jarvis then? Now, listen, personally, my own vested interest, I hope that he has a build on what he did last year. He was, you know, he came on. I do expect Odell, as we talked about, to actually bounce back and have a better year. But he did have a solid connection with uh, Baker. And I think, you know, that's that's something that I hope to continues. Um, and, and nothing else in PPR league, I think he could definitely gives you uh, wide receiver three on a week in a week out basis, possibly high wide receiver two if he's able to get into the end zone. Um, but just in a PPR league alone, I think he's going to average about you know five to six, seven catches a game for sure. So yeah, you I think hope. old man, you think old man Julian still got some of the tank? Yeah, with Cam. Oh, Cam. <laughs> That's gonna Cam. be interesting to see his connection with Cam. Um, to you guys' point, old man Julian, like, listen, we we've seen so many highlights. We we have to respect him. We know what he brings to the table. But Father Tom's undefeated, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just waiting to see does that catch up with him this year? Or does he actually have still something left in the tank? I feel like the people that we talked about before and uh, Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks had better years than Edelman. Yeah, I stand corrected. Let me say wide receiver four. I said wide receiver three. <laughs> Let me bring that down. Wide receiver four. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think he's kind of like little glimpses here and there. But yeah, it's it's no Brady we, and Edelman yeah, ex- dump that off. You know, a lot of right. his points came from PPR and him catching like the three yard pass. You know, and right. then and then getting that yak. So I'm right. not sure if that same offense is going to work for Cam. The little so three saying, yard checkdowns. You're saying Cam doesn't make you better, and this is a perfect. This is the perfect segue. Cam doesn't make you better, which is mm-hmm. true because once once he was down and out. We're going to switch over to our number one running back who kept it moving like he never left at all. Like mm. Christian McCaffrey uh-huh. kept it together. Yeah, I think that doesn't change. Christian McCaffrey, undisputed, number one, RB1. Um, he should be taken probably, in most cases, number one I, uh, overall. I'm not going to lie, yo. I didn't see it. Mm. I'm sorry. I didn't see it. I didn't, I didn't see it in Christian. I really didn't see him being like the number one dominant <laughs> running back in the right. league. I didn't see oh, it. Oh, hell no. Um, yeah, me I, I mean, I, when, he, you know, when draft time was, was around and he was a rookie, I was looking at him, but I, I put a lot of people over top of him. Uh, and I'm sorry about that, Christian. If, if yeah. you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> right. If you had a chance, you would take him now, right? In a heartbeat. I need yeah. a running back so bad. <laughs> what about Saquon Barkley? Does he have a bounce back year? Or Zeke? I'm Who would you want? Zeke or Saquon? I would take Zeke. Mm-hmm. Me too. Just because he has better mm. hands. Uh, and, you know, he's kind of that Swiss Army running back that you want. Saquon, he's yeah. a downhill runner. And unfortunately, you know, even though he's young, he's he's shown that he's a little injury prone. So, you know, I definitely would pick Zeke. Uh, well, not for me being a bear of bad news or anything like that. But Zeke didn't have a great year last year. What makes you guys so confident that this year you, just, you, you guys are sure he's going to bounce back? Uh, I just keep even, feeding him. Yeah, I just yeah, just give him the ball. How Let about him do that? what he do. I, Saquon gonna have a solid year Let too. Let me get my eagle hater out of there. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please yeah, do. Just, just keep <laughs> feeding him, man. Yeah. 
That's true. Now talk about feeding Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Now that's really the man that that I wanted like from forever ago. Yeah. No questions asked. You're going to get the production that you're thinking out of him. Right. Easy. For sure. Easy. Yeah. He's turned on his switch. You give him the ball. Right. And he and he's one of those ones that for whatever reason seem to get a lot of you wouldn't think about this, right? You think about him as being a huge and him being a pounder. Mm-hmm. But he seems to get a lot of those catches or those runs that happen to be long ones and he's going for like a a ninety yarder and it's mm-hmm. the end zone. He seems to have those type of runs every every year or every couple of games or so often. So I expect that to continue. I agree. I like him. And I do like where he's at. I don't know if I, I would actually, if Cook stay healthy, mm. I would put Cook over Henry. My only concern mm. with Cook is if, if he's able to stay healthy. He's, he's to me, in that offense, they're going to go a lot more runs. Yeah. I see. I expect them to run the ball a lot when more. When I think about that situation, uh, I actually think that Mattis mm-hmm. is actually going to eat into Dalvin Cook's production a little bit. Whereas mm-hmm. when you think of Derrick Henry's situation, I don't it's see that, that backup coming in and then mm-hmm. eating in his production. So mm-hmm. uh, I really do think that, that Derrick Henry has, has the better year. But I, I do love the explosiveness of Dalvin Cook. I just feel like they have better talent at the running back position in Minnesota. Dalvin Cook's obviously going to give you the, the majority of the yards, but Madison will right. will, will eat into that. Henry, he's going to be yeah, uncontested. That's point. True indeed. Madison probably will definitely get some goal line carries. So I can see that happen. And speaking of you know, having a backup and possibly get eaten into the production. Alvin Kamara, we talked about his, you know, whole contract situation, yeah. but he has Latavius Murray behind him. Mm-hmm. Murray did good. But he seems to actually get production as far as in the red zone. And now may have been because Kamara was actually injured last year. Right. But that's the one as far as, you know, when you look behind him, he does have someone as far as to get some of those red zone. Mm-hmm. No, I like, I like, yo, like every year steps out. No matter where he's at, mm-hmm. he produces. Even in Minnesota, he did it. Yep. Um, yes, and, for sure. And so I, I do think that that's something to keep an eye on because Lat might be a, a nice little pickup for right now while this whole thing is going mm-hmm. on. Nice handcuff. Mm-hmm. Nice handcuff for sure. Uh, speaking of handcuffs, uh, you know Nick Chubb. We know he's the RB one for Cleveland. We expect that pro- that production, and I, I expect him to give you one RB one production. Mm-hmm. Uh, but talking about uh, uh, who's behind him, Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. He had a great you know great year yeah. last year. Who who's someone you you know talking about handcuffs? You have to get Kareem Hunt if you have Chubb. But you want you know you will it'll be smart to invest in that into that backfield. You ever if, think you could play you both of possible. them at the same time? Oh man, that'd be crazy. Way, you know what the way they did last year at certain points it was yes, it was viable. We actually seen that in that redraft league, I believe, right? Yeah, my dad uh, did that. G. <laughs> yeah, dad yeah did he that. played he actually had both of them and he was playing both of them and it actually worked a couple of weeks because to your point, oh, he the, the production is there for both wow. of them. You know, they bring different things to the table, Kareem more of the pass catching, um Chubb more of the through the tackles, but they both can do both. And so that's what makes them so uh dangerous when they're on the field um, and, and like we talk about we're going to talk about a couple of ones the, these two here as far as the, the backups behind them is something that you want to definitely keep an eye on and now do we believe the hype the hype train choo choo mm. Clyde Edwards Hilaire nope I'm not on it Ooh, two no's but well, guess who are? I am actually of on of course because right? you hit on I'm that Kareem Hunt thing years ago Right, right. So I'm a little sweet. I'm a little sweet to the Chiefs in their backfield as far as the running backs. Yes, and so I am definitely on the hype train. I wish I had the first overall pick and I draft and I rookie draft. I definitely would take him, but I don't have that. Um, but I am believing the, the hype train. Um, now I'm within reason. All the running backs we just talked about, of course, I think go above him. I could be convinced also about uh, Josh Jacobs possibly going ahead of him, but after that, 
I think he fits right in exactly where he's at. Nice. Um, I think as far as, you know, he's going to be the number one running back in that. He doesn't have anything behind him. That's kind of something we were talking about the earlier higher running backs. Mm -hmm. They don't have too much question behind him. Same situation with him with Damian Williams opting out for the year due to COVID. Um, Darwin Thompson hasn't really came on too much. Um, So, you know, he doesn't have too much to look over his shoulder. Of course, he gets spelled and he's going to get breaks. But for me, it's it's not too much anything as far as you want to really heavily invest into um, a handcuff at this point, unless, you know, something crazy happens as far as an injury or something like that. Josh Jacobs. How was he for you, G? Um, let me see. Well, he did help your boy get a chip. Uh, Josh, <laughs> Josh Jacobs. <Boom. laughs> uh, I, actually, I had an off year and then was able to pick him up in the um, in the Dynasty draft, and he took me all the way home. So I'll give him two thumbs up. I think they're going to give him more, uh, more third down duties this year. So... I think he's going to have a solid season. Um, I don't know. RB1, RB2? Uh, he's in between. He can. It, it depends mm. on the matchup. You know, if he got a pretty solid matchup, he can definitely fire him as RB1. But if he's playing a top, top-notch top defense, I'll bring your expectations down a little bit. Here goes a good one. Do you think Kenyon Drake is going to have a better year than Josh Jacobs? Maybe. Maybe. You, know you want to know? I would say yes. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I would say yes. There goes another yes, one. I like that another one. one of those dynasty things. I was actually playing Kenyon Drake like two years ago as my as my like my, <laughs> my flex to like get me some or my running back two. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did it work? No, nah, it now, didn't work then. Look at him. But you know, if I yeah, would have held on to him, it would have yeah. worked now. Yeah. Yeah, because you had a Drake in Miami where he was just saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, we could do better. <laughs> could do better. Yeah, but you know, I was, was watching him in college and I, I really liked what he was doing. From Bama, yep. right? I do remember that. Yeah, I, I like what he brought to the table. He's more of a pass catching, and what we thought he was he was in Alabama definitely materialized last year in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And this is the reason why I do like him better than Josh Jacobs. I expect that offense in Arizona to actually just take off with the addition of D Hop, the Murray in You're his second year, that explosion Keon. of offense. I, I, I'm expecting that for sure. Um, so I, I think that he's in a, in a great position. And I like it. it's his production. Listen, last year in fantasy, if you were lucky to pick him up enough mm-hmm. in a waiver wire, in most cases that was it, unless you were in a dynasty mm-hmm. league. Listen, it was a great pickup. I mean, he he had a lot of production. Some some games like three or four touchdowns. Yeah, I couldn't like even him. believe it, man. <laughs> right, but right. <laughs> so do you think you, you think the, the person that he replaced, David Johnson, you think he has a solid season? And where do you where do you rank him at? Hmm, I don't think him. I, and this is this pains me to say, right? I'm a David Johnson owner, but I do not think that David Johnson has a better year than Keon Drake. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't see I have it to either. Be honest, I have to be honest. I don't think that he does. So, um, yeah, I think Drake actually can could definitely get into the the case could be made right now for him to be in the top ten in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I do like him better than Joe um, Joe Mixon. I just think Joe Mixon gets a lot more goal line carries, mm-hmm. um, which he, you know definitely is a great thing in fantasy. Let me let me tug on the strings real quick. Kenyon Drake or Miles Sanders? Oh, uh, I'm gonna give it to Sanders this year. Only because that wide receiver core is, uh, I don't know what y'all going to do, guys. But the Eagles mm, are going to have a tough mm-hmm. time. So I think they're going to lean more heavily on that run. And Miles, mm-hmm. he definitely has a, he has he definitely got the knack for being back there. Like, he he's a problem. He's a problem. No, it's a great point that you bring up. That's that's the 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 advantageous situation that you hope that he can actually take advantage of. And because of the the lack of depth at wide receiver that he gets more touches out the backfield. But this is going to surprise you guys. 
I would actually go with Drake having a better year than Miles Sanders. I agree with you, actually. I reserve the right. (laughs) I reserve the right. If we pick up someone else and to add to the addition to the backfield, I think Sanders may have a better year. But him as the lead, only bell cow back, I really don't like that as a a situation for him yet. I could be proven wrong, but yeah, I think on most weeks, Sanders is going to have games. Don't get me wrong. He's because of what he's going to bring as far as on the pass catching ability out the backfield. Wentz definitely, we love to run the screen and, and, and dump the ball off to him. But I think overall Drake is going to have a better year. Okay. Nice insight. Thanks for that. Drea. Now, Aaron Jones, what (laughs) you thinking about him? So, you know, he's he's definitely, you love him. Love him. Ooh, I just saw that, really? that trade in, in, in the Dynasty League, and I was like, what? Yeah, man. Yeah, somebody gave him up for Stefan Diggs. That was an interesting one. And, I, you know, I, I could see, depending on team needs, how the case could be made for either one. But I was shocked just because running backs and are so, you know, trying to get yeah. that a top 10 running back is so hard to get, right? Yeah, it is. Um, and you hope that you can probably hit on a wide receiver production that that Diggs would give you from a you know from other areas. I was just surprised that that was actually moved, but yeah, um, it happens. Aaron, Aaron Jones, I, I do like him. I think if he stays healthy, he's going to give you high in RB two, mm-hmm. sometimes RB one, um, just because he doesn't do as much catching out the backfield. Mm-hmm. A little bit more catching actually happens with Jamal Williams for them out the backfield. I could even make the case Austin Eckler. I like more than Miles Sanders this year. Yeah, I like yeah. Austin Eckler more more than Sanders for sure. Yeah, yeah, he got hands. He yeah, got after last last season, I think he he showed us he he can run in between the tackles and he can catch. So he he is a dual threat and he's somebody that you need to watch. Yeah. Easy. Yes, for sure. Somebody Easy. that sure, I would also sure. admit that I didn't think drafting him would, would be any benefit because of who was in front of him at the time. But you see how quickly things change, man. Mm-hmm. You got to really start mm-hmm. thinking and drafting people with like four mm-hmm. years in, in, in mind. Yes, for sure. You got to be able to assess what's in front of mm-hmm. them to also have hopefully has some regard as, or some intuition as far as how long that person is going to stay in front of them or is it just somebody that can push that person right out the way and sometimes you know that can go either way depending on whether the coach may have a more of a connection with some players but yeah Leonard Fournette um, as we talked about a little bit earlier free agent <sighs> Yeah. Do you think now that he's not going to probably be the lead running back? And where is his head at, right? Because I do have some concern, mm-hmm. you know, as far as is he seriously focused on football? Um, I'm hoping that he has his head on straight and that he, you know, he's focused on football and kind of leave the other stuff alone for sure. Mm-hmm. Chris Carlson, he has a busy backfield. They have a, you know, a couple, a couple of pieces there in Seattle, mm-hmm. but they do love the running football. Um, that is a you know I would say a run first type offense. Although they they have transitioned more to letting the rest throw the ball, but I, I think in the red zone and things like that, he, he can definitely give you great production. Mm-hmm. Same thing as we've been saying with, with a couple of running backs. Can he stay healthy? Right. Um, Another one that needs I, to stay healthy is Gurley. Yeah. So which one do you like better though? Uh, Carson, just because I like that team overall. I don't know what Atlanta is gonna do this season. Um, uh, especially with the same pieces there, you just added Gurley. Hopefully, that that's all they needed. But I don't think mm-hmm. I, I just see Carson just being a little bit better, just a little bit. So Todd Gurley goes back home to Atlanta. Oh. I think he has a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. I think he has something to prove. Now I'm not going to say he's going to be Todd Gurley that we used to actually being kind of like the high mm-hmm. top three pick as far as running uh-huh. backs. Um, but I would say he bounced back this so, year. I think he's going to be more in the top so 10. So you're saying he's the top girly that G should probably trade 
to me. Right. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. You know he's 26 yes, million. negotiate those deals. Have mercy. We, we, so we can make it work. <laughs> I hear you, bro. <laughs> I need him. definitely make that I work. But yeah, I, I like Gurley better than Carson for sure. Yeah. So, you know, I want to kind of talk about who we think is actually going to be a breakout. It could be wide receiver, running back, or tight end. Who we think going to be a bust. Mm-hmm. One, wide receiver, running back, tight end, and a sleeper. And so, I'll go first as far as who I think my breakout would be. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to actually go with a tight end. Mm. I have uh, Hayden Hurst mm. oh. from the Atlanta Falcons. Listen, he came, you know, when he was in college, he was a great receiving tight end. Kind of, you know, Ravens is more of a running back, um, you know, run-heavy offense. And so he didn't actually get to display his talents as much. Mm-hmm. Of course, last year we've seen glimpses of it. Um, but Andrews, as we talked about, is definitely the number one go-to. I think him and Atlanta offense, Atlanta likes to go to that tight end. I expect him to be better than advertised. Um, not to overthrow the top three tight ends that we, we know, but I do see him as a, as a breakout this year, breakout candidate. Okay. My breakout, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. is a running back, and I'm going to give it to Devin Singletary. I think the addition mm-hmm. of Diggs um, and just Allen, you know, being who he is, being able to move. I think mm-hmm. Singletary, him being the man, the guy in the backfield now, I think he's going to step up and have a pretty – Pretty solid. See, way better. Probably does does double the damage this season just because he's going to be out there all year long, hopefully, you know, uh, injury mm-hmm. pending. But, um, yeah, I think he's just got a pretty solid all-around game. I think when teams go up against Buffalo, they'll actually add him into the equation as to where he's not right now. So I like that one. Yeah. What you thinking, O? In terms of breakout, I yeah. am actually going to rock with Kareem Hunt this year. Let's not act like when he got cut from the Chiefs, he wasn't like the hottest running back in the league. And I do think that that him and Nick Chubb, and I was talking about, you know, playing both of them this year. I really think that this year, this is that team that that you can get away with something like that. And Kareem Hunt um, is going to perform right up there with Chubb. Bus candidate. (sighs) So I'm going to go for my bus candidate is going to be James Conner for Pittsburgh Steelers. Last year, you know, and actually two years ago, he was actually came on the scene great, was actually even given um, running back one production. And I know because I actually was lucky enough to pick him up. Last year, had to deal with a lot of injuries. wasn't quite the same. This year, I think more of that actually happens. I don't like a lot that's actually going on with Pittsburgh, so I think he does take a step back. And so if you're looking at him as far as being like your your number two running back or something like that, bust, alert, 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 in my opinion. (laughs) My bust... It will be the one, the only, and I'm sorry to say it, wide receiver A.J. Green. I, oh. think, he, I think he's going to be done with Cincinnati after this. Yikes. Yeah, I think he's going to be out of there. Out of there yeah, huh? I think he's going to be out of there. I think he fed up. And, um, yeah, that's my bust. That's all. I just think he just wants out. I don't think he's going to perform badly. I think he's just going to want out. And uh, so I am a huge fan of <clears throat> this next guy. And, uh it kind of pains me to say it because I, I liked his his whole demeanor in um, you know, just kind of getting into the league, chip on his shoulder, taking that starting spot. But Mr. Philip Lindsay, mm. yeah, Denver spoke and they signed 
<laughs> they signed someone Melvin to come Gordon. on over mm-hmm. at Melvin Gordon and, and take that time mm-hmm. away from you, and and you just turned into the most expensive flex in the league. Yeah, <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy. Well, if it, if it turns out where they still use them, it could pay off for you. But to your point, yeah, they 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 spoke loudly by with the addition. So for me, a sleeper. I'm going to go with a rookie, and I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. Mm, I love that pick. I was actually, it's crazy that you said that because I was actually going to put um, Carrion Johnson as my bust. Mm, right, and I was just going to say that. Now, we don't have much to go off this year. This is what makes this year so much different. Typically, you have like the mini camps. You have a lot of, you know, you have the training camp. But then you even have preseason games to kind of assess where people are. Now, it's not as much, but from what I'm seeing – Carry on didn't actually take advantage of a great opportunity he had last mm-hmm. year. They did bring in Deion, DeAndre Swift. I think he's going to actually take the the. I think he actually is going to be the lead running. He's going to be the number one running back. If not at the start, very, very early on, I think he takes that away from Carry on. Right, my sleeper is is, is uh, he's going to be new to the field. Um, I got a feeling he's pretty much going to take over if this player in front of him gets hurt. The running back, J.K. Dobbins, for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm, uh, I got a feeling he's going to be that tandem, that one player that uh-huh. Lamar Jackson <laughs> always wish he had on the field. Next to him, the young boys are a problem, and I can't wait. I can't wait to yeah, see what they I, do. I love that pick. And let me tell you why. Because Mark Ingram, you know, he's a great running back, but he also you know, had an injury. He's getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, this is another situation where a team kind of spoke because they did bring in him as another running back when they already had some right in house. So I think that that speaks to it. Mm-hmm. That's I'm I'm with you there. I'm definitely watching that, and and it is a great situation that could be carved out for a team that loves a running ball, whether it's the quarterback or the running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's going to benefit well for sure. And when it comes down to a sleeper on my side, I'm actually looking at Deontay Johnson over in Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't. Ooh. Yeah. So I know that we've been talking about. You know, Big Ben and whether or not he's going to be able to stay uh, healthy and as an offense, yeah. When and what things are looking like for Juju, and I am not sold. I really do think that Juju's just going to kind of get locked down, but mm-hmm. I do think mm-hmm. that that's going to present the opportunity for Deontay Johnson to get a lot of like one-on-one type coverage mm-hmm. and really be able to take advantage of the situation. That's a great pick. Nice. I like yeah. that as a sleeper. I, I like that a lot. Because to your point, we've been giving a lot of flack to Pittsburgh and what we think they're not going to be as far as like real football production. Doesn't mean it's not any fantasy production that's available. And to your point, I think Johnson can definitely give him some wide receiver production, especially if Juju um, seems to regress. So like you said, um, he's not used to being a wide receiver one. If he gets locked down, yeah, he could definitely eat and, and take advantage of some pretty great options there for sure. Yeah. Catch us next week. The lead team is going to discuss week one. Yes, we almost there. Week one analysis, breakdown, game talk. Uh, who we think we're going to win some games? We'll have some fun with it for sure. But definitely come back for a kickoff week. Elite.